so we have a super special show on tonight. We have the men coming in studio to talk about dating. So we have Mark, Justin, and Shane. Um, we're going to start with you, Mark. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Just how old you are, what you do, your status? Um, I'm 39. I'm a construction millwright, tradesman, um, and I'm single. Mm -hmm. Justin. Uh, I'm Justin. I'm a. I'm 39 years old. I'm an elevator consultant, and I'm currently in a relationship of five months now. Nice, Shane. I'm Shane. Hi. Uh, hi. I'm 38, uh, self-employed truck driver, and I'm currently taken. Mm-hmm. Um. So we are. You know, I kind of want to talk a little bit about this no kissing for three months rule because I know each of you have some familiarity to some degree with this role. And I'm gonna kind of start with the origins that you, where you know this, which is my book, No More Assholes. So is there anyone here who's read No More Assholes? I have. You have. Yes, I have. So what did you think of it? I think it's a wonderful book. Um, I think a lot of it, there's a lot of good tools and tips for people to read and it, the biggest thing is don't be strayed by the title of the book mm. because there's so much more to it than just that. Um, there's tips about oneself, learning different things about yourself before you actually move into those positions. And it can work both ways, you know. Yeah, so. it absolutely does, actually. There was uh, somebody that was commenting on it today because... Um, one of the girls in the singles group, she posted a selfie saying, I got a few raised eyebrows reading this, waiting for my car to be fixed. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then like, a, you know, a man uh, said, you know, what about the, the No More Bitches book? Mm -hmm. And I said, <laughs> well, you can actually turn it around. And, and, and I actually say this in the book because there's a section where I talk about the 12 qualities that, you know, are going to discern if this is a guy who's a selfish short-term thinker or a man who's a generous long-term thinker, depending on what side of the spectrum that he mm -hmm. is on, on a particular quality. And I say at the end that you can switch guy for girl or man for woman, and it'll work the same way. Yeah. Justin, you didn't read it. Not yet. Not mm -hmm. yet. I just picked up uh, the first one of your books that I've gotten my hands on and yeah. started reading that. So. Yeah. You just started after the first kiss, you said. I did. I did. I'm about three chapters deep. I just picked it up last night. So. Nice. Uh, Christina has read that one and has already moved on to your other one. Uh, the next one was... Uh, which one she read? Which other one did you give us? I gave you fix that shit. Yeah, she just started reading that one. So once I'm finished the first one, I'll move on to the other one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Shane. I've read No More Assholes as well. Uh, there is a lot of good stuff in it. I like at the beginning when it talks about you know cleaning, getting yourself ready for a new relationship and dealing with your past before you try and get into a new relationship. Because I've noticed that in dating, a lot of people are the, the first date and they're they're talking about their their ex this and their ex that right. And that's that was a definitely a big, really good point to have in it. Uh, and the three months no kissing, I definitely, I definitely see the advantage of doing it. It really helps you to get to know the person you're dating, versus just being a, a sexual relationship. Now you're actually, you're in that three month period right yeah, now. Yeah, we're so you, what are we? What like fifty days? You're at day five zero. We're we're right around there, yeah. Because uh, May eighteenth would be three months. Yes, and I love that because you guys set the date. Yes. Yeah. Um, so how do you find this journey? Like, what has this 50 days been like? 
Um, it's been more about getting to know each other than just, like I said, just than just a you know sexual relationship. You're being intimate in different ways, which was it's cool, right? Because you know the 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 affection is it's different. You're snuggling on the couch and finding different ways to be affectionate that isn't with kissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really yeah, and and it is like I do find that it really opened the door to creating more romance before you actually sealed it with a kiss. Which is really cool because the whole point of that no kissing for three months is can you create intimacy before you actually commit to somebody? Because obviously we want to commit to someone that we're going to have a great romantic relationship Mm -hmm. with. Justin, you're dating somebody. How far in are you? Uh, It'll be five months next weekend. And how long did you wait for your first kiss? I would say the first kiss probably happened inside of a month. Um, albeit anything further than that, it took, it randomly just took exactly three months before anything went any further. So, you know, I mean, I don't think we really kind of overshot anything or, or went above and beyond and, and kind of missed a lot along the way. It's just kind of happened that way. And it was nice having the kisses in between. And, but, um, it was also really nice to, to wait until a little further down the road to go any further than that. So it's, it, everything kind of like still stayed at bay and there was no, you know, no rushing into it and putting the cart before the horse. So was that a different approach that you, than you've done before? So like the waiting and then the waiting? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never tried to follow your, you know, no kissing for three months before, but I've always literally said to the number of women that I've dated over the last few years, I'm not in a hurry to get sexually active in this relationship. Like, that's not what I'm here for. I really don't want to do that because uh, personally, the way I received that was, um, you know, and, and it can go both ways. But let's say, you know, you start having sexual relations with somebody, whether it's a month or two months. Um, and then, you know, I realized, hey, you know, this relationship isn't really for me. I found myself feeling guilty because I said, like, hey, I'm not really into this anymore. And that person was. And now I feel like I'm left holding the bag, like I've done something wrong when really I didn't. So, you know, that part for me was always, I always said it was like, like, like seeing a unicorn, you know, managing to go and date somebody, have a little bit of steam in the room kind of thing. And then, and not actually pull off, you know, going months without getting sexually intimate with them because it, it just never happens. Yeah. Especially when there's, you go out, you have dinner, you have a couple of glasses of wine, somebody gets a little randy and then, you know, that's it. Like the lust starts pouring on and here you go. You're next thing you know you're in the bedroom like so it's it's for me i think and in this particular relationship that i've been uh, relationship i'm in it's i think it's been great because it kind of like just kept things moving slowly and five months in things are still moving slowly at the pace that this particular relationship is dictating so i think it's 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 benefited us really well and i i can't totally say it was all driven by me it was driven by my partner um but it's i'm i'm totally comfortable with the way that it's all shaped up and worked out so yeah. And Mark, so you had a, a you, so, okay. You, you did incorporate this rule. Um, yes. Since reading No More Assholes. Mm-hmm. And you had a very different experience with this in terms of, you know, like you used it when you were dating someone mm-hmm. and then realized this person wasn't for you. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Well, I think it, it, it's, it's a, kind of a good way to to gauge you don't you're not uh falling into that process where you're kissing and all of a sudden you're in that expectation of okay so now it's relationship 
it gives you that that buffer zone to say, okay, well, I'm really not entirely sure if we're a match or if if we're good for one another. So it's a, it's kind of a good way until you know that you know what this could actually progress to something further. It's kind of a, a good safety net, so you're not jumping in as quick as as a lot of people do. Yeah, you know? I have a lot of people who say that it takes the pressure off of dating. Would you agree or disagree with um, that? I wouldn't entirely disagree, but at the same time, I think there's it. It depends on the person. Some people are are really want to get into that right away. Other people don't. So it's kind of a way to actually work between one another to see if you know everyone's okay with that having that um, that space and then if you're not well then that could be a sign that that person's not right for you right you know so yeah and that's a good point too if, if you're asking for time and space to mm -hmm. like you know to be able to assess who the person is before you commit to them and they have a problem with that absolutely that to me is the red flag. Um, how did you bring up the no kissing for three months? Um, I think it was just in a casual conversation that you know uh, I've been following your book and reading this book, and this is a recommendation. Um, and it just it was like oh, okay, you know, and and it's if people don't understand it's a really easy way to well here's the book pick it up and read it and right. you know see for yourself that it's not it's not just what it what it means there's a lot more to it you know so yeah pick up the book if you're not sure about it yeah yeah Shane what about you how does like how did that come up with you guys well we met at one of your speed dating events and uh, she'd actually already read your book Okay. Right, so it was already, I had read it, so it was just right away, it was like, yeah, we'll get, we're going to try this and see how this goes, right? So both of you had already read No More Assholes. Which one of you brought it up first? Hmm. I don't remember. Ah. I, I, I don't know if it was almost somewhat implied, mm. just because we had read the book and that's like the main thing to the book. Okay. Because I honestly don't remember, yeah, because it was our first date after the speed dating, I think it was just kind of implied. Right. So because you both had read the book and you both met each other through me, yeah. both of you had the understanding that this was a way that you would approach dating. Yep. Was the no kissing for three months. Uh, but I know she did bring up the date before I did, because like, you, like, you talked about setting a date, yeah. and it was actually her that brought it up. Um, so how did you, like... Did you have any trepidation going into it? Because, like, had you ever done anything like that before? What, three months no kissing? Yeah. No. So, typically, when would the first kiss happen? I'm going to kind of go down the line here. Shane, what would the when would the first kiss happen with you? Um, I would say probably within a few weeks. Yeah. Right? About a month, probably. So, three, four dates, maybe? Yeah, definitely three or four dates. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, what would you usually have the first kiss? I was going to say the same thing, probably three, four dates, but it's not like there's any rule to it. It was just kind of when it happened, you know. Yeah. Usually, I mean, to me, to me personally, it would throw up some red flags if it was happening, like, first date, second date, like, and at least, you know, not that that's a bad thing, but that kind of, like, puts things into perspective for me as to what that person might be looking for because that's, you know, 
And okay, so that's that's a, an interesting way of looking at it, um, Mark. So I'm the bad boy here. I've yeah. I've had it happen on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> I never said it hasn't. Yeah, happened. No, it hasn't. Happened. I just said you know. Um, but you know, I'm sitting here single on the first date. Like it's just one of those things, right? Where I think being younger, you, you kind of you don't think about that stuff. You know, the older mm-hmm. you get, it, it's not because it's not the sex, it's not the kissing. It's you want something a little bit deeper than that. Yes. Yeah, I see some so, nods going on yeah. when you were saying that too. <laughs> the older you get, so the and 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 I guess it comes it comes down to the older you get, the less time you want to waste. Yeah. You know, the Absolutely. sooner you want to get mm-hmm. into the right relationship. Yep. And that's that's you know kind of sort of what I say a lot about no kissing, is it eliminates the ones who will waste your time. Mm-hmm. Um, because just because they might not be compatible. Right. And so um, when you realize they're not, they're not compatible and you're kissing and you're having sex, it's a breakup instead of just a, well, you know, I don't necessarily think this is going to work out with us. Maybe we should go in different directions. Yeah. You had to do that recently. I did. So you, you, were, you were doing the no kissing. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the going separate ways. What was that experience like? It was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Um, it's, it's still not a feel good feeling, um, because it, you're not trying to tell the person that they're a bad person. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's about, you know, I don't see the paths lining up long term, and that's, that's as simple as it, it can get, you know, um, it, it's not to say that people aren't good people or, you know, not having the times that you spent together, having a good time with that person. That's really not what it is. What it is, is just long term. You don't see it going any further yeah you know so um so bring us into this a little bit because um you know people see the one side of it which is no kissing you create all this intimacy all this closeness the physical affection is there so you're you're falling more and more for each other so you're really developing emotions and intimacy so and then you you, you're going to seal it with a kiss and it'll, you know, that's, you already have a relationship, and but the sealing it with a kiss is like saying, I am committing to you. And what I like about that is it's a mutual commitment because you're both understanding that you're on the same page and that you want to move forward. In your experience, when, when you had that conversation of like, you know, uh, not you, mm-hmm. just don't see this going long term, what was her reaction in that moment? Um, it was kind of very quick and okay. And that was that. Do you feel that there was like any hard feelings on her part? Um, I would hope there wouldn't be. Um, but I don't know. That's not for me to answer. Okay. There was no tears? Oh, was there? No. No, I okay. Don't <laughs> no, I don't believe and, and I, I bring up the tears specifically um, just because, you know, boy meets girl, mm-hmm. have a few dates, kiss, it's sexual. And, and what happens is she's, you know, she's in. Like once that kiss happens, mm-hmm. you know, even before the sex, when the kiss happens, she's in because it clicks in her brain that she's chosen a mate. Yeah. Um, and then I see men stay with someone that they don't want to stay with because they don't want to do the breakup. And what they want to avoid is seeing the tears. And I see a nod, and I saw some nodding over here. 
so have you have Shane, Justin, have you guys done that? Have you stayed too long in a relationship just because you didn't want to see someone cry? I personally haven't, but I, I just was nodding because I totally understand where you're coming from. I mean, anybody who's who has a heart and you know isn't an overall prick doesn't want to see somebody crumble. You don't want to be, and I've always said that. You know, whether you're dating somebody for three weeks or three months or three years, you don't ever want to you, you know be the one dishing that out to somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's mouth. yeah, it's it's something that's not pleasant and it's like, no. ugh, but you know, personally, luckily enough, I've been able to to be strong enough to go ahead and do that if I need to because. It's not going to benefit myself or the person in the relationship to stay there just because of that. To me, that's not something I could I could do, but I I could see why people do it. I mean, it's 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 not an easy thing to do. Making somebody else shed tears for you, no matter what, it's over. Is still you know, it's just not a pleasant feeling. So, what about you, Shane? Um, I haven't like since I was married for like almost twelve years, right? So. Um, that one I, I didn't stay for that and that wasn't a problem and then, honestly this is the first relationship I've been in since then okay so, how long has it been since your years you're divorced right yeah, uh, yeah. separate yeah separate. So, so how yeah. long has it been since uh, you separated 16 months okay and you found Jules yes yeah yeah um, she sends me pictures, by the way. Does she? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's Poster boy. That's, that's the only thing I'll tell you. Oh, okay. That's um, good. You know, because I like to keep confidentiality. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's really cute. I see you're sending me stuff. You're very happy. She's sending me stuff. She's very happy. Um, I love seeing the building that's going on. Um, really cute. I love seeing the overcoming that's going on. And that's what part of the journey is. Um, because, you know, when you kiss, you go into a full blown honeymoon period and it takes a little bit of time for the, the ups and downs. You like, you're just kind of up and you stay up for a while. When you don't kiss, you don't introduce that chemical that makes your brain extra fuzzy. Then you do start experiencing some ups and downs sooner. And that's good because if you're going to have that within the first three months, what you're going to learn is how do we go through things together and come out the other side stronger um can we develop the tools do we have the tools to overcome conflict or differences um so i i love 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 this process i coach people through it um and and i love seeing the clarity that comes out of it it's it's really cool um do you see any problems with the no kissing for three months rule I don't know. It it is it is a long time, right? But I, so far it's been I haven't really seen. I mean, obviously there's some anxiety you want to. You at this point where you're like that far, no, you want to, right? But but no, so far it's been. Mm. I think it's been good. Yeah, I'm familiar with that anxiety. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my number one rule is it's not fair to ask for anything you're not willing to do first. Mm. And so I've done the no kissing for three months. My husband and I, we, it was the longest time before we had a first kiss. Um, not because I was purposefully doing the no kissing for three months rule. I was actually married when we first met and he became what I, the term that I use is a periphery male. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just kind of waited for me to realize that my marriage wasn't uh, as satisfying to me as I was telling myself it was. And then when... It was over for me there he was but there was a few times that we broke up 
and and I by then I knew the no kissing for three months rule and so I used it during two times when we broke up we dated two very good men very solid quality human beings um, but I, I you know I said first of all you don't have the patience for me they're like no I do and I said okay well no kissing for three months and here's the date and so we were dating and, and each of them got into about six weeks into dating before my husband went I see you slipping away I'm gonna pull you back in um, so I have definitely experienced the anxiety when I purposefully use that rule and slow dancing in the kitchen was was something that I was doing you know we're doing like I did all the time no it was it was something that you know happened with with one of those men during that period um, so you know kind of going into how it sort of expands how you're affectionate with each other and and sort of draws you into like a more uh, deeper intimate space but you're so used to kissing and I don't know if this is happening with you, but it's, it's, you kind of automatically go for it and you have to do the divert. There's been some close calls. Yes, there's been some close <laughs> calls, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys do when you have that close call, when, when you go in for the kiss because it's, it's just, it just feels so natural? You just, you just you just laugh it off, right? You just acknowledge it and just laugh sounds, it off. Sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> and that's exactly what I ended up doing too. Like like myself and and the guy that I was dating, we oh you know almost did a fair, and then we would just laugh and hug, and uh, yeah. But you're getting a visual of that right now. I know. Go red, go red, go the other way. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. But it would definitely be a laugh, and that would make it easier. Yeah. I'm sure that would keep the comfort level there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Like <laughs> laughter too also creates some really amazing chemicals. Um, so it's I like how non-introducing phenylethylamine, you know, you avoid hiking your chemicals up to a mind-numbing space where you're missing the red flags, but the affection that you're sharing is creating all kinds of oxytocin. When you have those near misses and you laugh, you're creating dopamine. Like there's so many good chemicals that are still coursing through your body. And then there's that anticipation going on. Can you talk a little bit about the anticipation, Shane? What do you mean? Well, you have a date, don't you? Yeah, you have a date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what do you mean? Anticipation of the first, of the first kiss, you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you guys ever talk about that? Like... It, come, it it's come up a few times, right? We talk about it, like how how we're progressing through it, right? Like we we'll like, I uh, just like, you know, her thoughts on waiting at mine and just and stuff like that, and and we're both still pretty comfortable with waiting the three months, right? It's, it it is it is there's I guess there's some anticipation, right? Because like this is the first time I've dated somebody that's like my height. I'm six foot three, right? So. I'm always having to lean down, so this person, like, we're the same height. We're eye to eye. Yeah. It's like, this is worth yeah. waiting for. <laughs> my, my neck's going to love you. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely some moments where it's just like, you're really, 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 really like, oh, I don't, I don't want to wait no more. I don't want to wait no more, right? But... So another side effect of the no kissing for three months rule is the depth to which you're carving each other into each other's brain. All this thinking that you're doing between visits is creating a grand canyon inside of your head, which is really cool. Cause there's one thing that I say to my ladies is I don't want you to be with a man who hasn't carved you inside of his head yet. I don't want you to commit to somebody who doesn't have you solidly planted in their head and in their hearts. 
So let's go from like talking about kissing to just talking about dating in general. What do you find are difficulties in dating? And I'm going to start with you, Mark, because you're still out there. Um, it's 2019. I mean, that's, you know, that's as easily as you can put it. Um, people are in for the short-term game. Mm. Um, and it's just, I would say that's the biggest thing. Is it slow down people? It's yeah. it's not a race. It's not a, there's not no need to rush if it's right, you know. Um, yeah, it's just people don't want don't want to actually take the time to to learn about someone. Mm-hmm. You know? So you say don't want to. Well, I think that they they want to you know they want to hook up as quick as possible. Right. You know. What do you attribute that to? Uh, I I think a lot of the on- online. Um, internet. I mean, it's swipe left, yay. Swipe right, no. I mean, that's just simple. It's it takes any any sort of effort out of it nowadays, you know. Um, and it's all based on one thing: those looks. Mm-hmm. You know? Doesn't matter if it doesn't work with you. I'll yeah. go online and find someone else. Yeah. Um, and and you you bring up a really good point where uh, people are really focused on the looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find that's a cultural thing that, you know, because I talk to singles a lot and they're like, they dismiss somebody at least, you know, speed dating. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't feel a spark yeah. in five minutes. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, and so they're always looking for that immediate whoosh, that mm-hmm. rush when they see somebody. And we've been, I feel we've been kind of um, brainwashed mm-hmm. into thinking that if there isn't an initial attraction, then there's no hope for this relationship. And I don't think people understand because we have this culture of like swipe, swipe, fast, fast, next, next. I don't, I don't think people understand that um, attraction can happen over time. Mm-hmm. And it can happen when you're peeling back layers, when you're getting to know somebody more and more. Yep. So yeah, yeah. So hopefully we're going to be part of a, a culture shift. We'll see. Trying hard. I'm on it. What about you, Justin? Um, I, I could go on for hours about this, probably. I mean, <laughs> I've never, you know, I've been in and out of relationships, um, you know, uh, ranging from one year to six years, you know, over the last, I guess, 20 years of my life. Um, but since I became single out of the longest relationship I'd ever been in, uh, that was when the Tinder and, you know, all these other, these other online apps came about. And in the beginning it was, I, you know, personally, I, I was very interested in, it. I like, like learning the dynamics of people's behaviors and looking at, you know, the way that people treated it and, and, you know, going out and meeting someone on a first date and, and just, you know, looking at the, the typical patterns and the way that everybody was, was behaving, you know, and I think, you know, now I, I, I'm grateful that I haven't had to be in, in, in that, that zone too much over the last while, because I just started to notice that, you know, and I'm in, I may be a little bit different outside here. I know that we're not talking different worlds here, but in, in Toronto, that with the populace is much larger there and everybody's just like, the behavior is exactly the same. You know, like I, I found myself 
a getting tired of explaining my story to multiple people because they don't really give a shit about what you you know at the end of the day there's no other way to put it you know like you know i'm i'm being genuine being the person that i am and you know you go out and and, and you know i could go on one date and before i you know in the beginning i could probably go on a few dates in a week and meet different people and then i'm like oh my god this is exhausting i can't do this yeah. anymore and then it got to the point where like once every two weeks was even too much because it just it's just like wasted effort. You're right? starting over and over yeah. and over and over on the same thing. Exactly. All the time. Having the same conversation every yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and I don't mind doing that if I at least feel like somebody yeah. is listening, you know. But then I found that the dynamic, and again, I don't know, it's, it's probably doing this and changing at all times, but going out with people and, and just putting it out there and, and not having anything fancy, no commitment, you know. Um, going out and having like a little bite to eat or a drink or whatever it is. And then, you know, basically just so much flakiness out there. Just people pretend that they're interested. You can message back and forth, talk on the phone a bunch of times before you go out and meet somebody. And then you go meet them and they're just like not even there. They're sitting in front of you, but they're not there. There's almost like, like there's no progression. Yeah. Right. Like to each of these dates, the more dates you go on and it doesn't seem to progress beyond just, you know, like he says, dinner or, and, and those conversations. You hit it on the head because for me, a lot of them, I not only did I automatically, in a lot of cases, feel like I didn't have any interest in a second date. Mm. It was just like, why did you talk to me on the phone, go through all this messaging back and forth, and then you know show up here and basically you know display that you have no interest in the first place? So no. just because you're bored or whatever else it is, it's like you know it's not really the fair way to do it. But I'm not saying that I'm labeling everybody in that way. Um, but again, I, luckily enough, I kind of got sick of it and I was lucky enough to, you know, meet, uh, I, I would say since maybe like last January, I dated two or three different people in the early portion of last year and they went about like four to five weeks. And then I was just like, yeah, you know, we tried it out yeah. we didn't jump through any hoops or do anything crazy and just said, Hey, you know what? This isn't for me. And that's what it takes. And this is where, you know, going back to your, your no kissing for three months rule, it made sense. I wasn't following that at the time, but there was no, there was no jumping into anything at those times. And I was taking my time with it and having regular daily conversations and really getting to know someone as quickly as you possibly can, you know, without doing it. Like I'm feeling like I'm in a rush, but, but that's the way it went. So right now, I mean, I, I haven't, I haven't been really in the dating game even though I'm like I'm dating somebody now but even like the better part of the end of last year I wasn't around it so I don't really know what it's like but I guarantee with my experience over the last few years it, it's doing this and there's there's strange behavioral patterns with the people in the online stuff so I think with that being said too in dating it gets to a point where it's like you know what to hell with the dating I'm gonna go and do my own thing yeah and then you, you just you, it gets replaced and you don't want to put the energy into dating Rather, you start doing things that you want to do and you've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I haven't really dated in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, you know, I'm going to go and do what I want to do. And, you know, if something happens to come along that I want to do with, I will show the interest. But if not, I'm just going to keep calm and carry on. You know? What about you, Shane? What was your experience in those 16 months? Um, I just find people are looking for instant gratification. Right, mm-hmm. they're in the moment, and they they're talking to four or five different people, and if you think you're having a great conversation, all of a sudden that person's just gone. So I guess you just didn't make the cut that round with that person. Mm-hmm. And 
and uh, and yeah, you go up for dates, and it seems like people's lost social skills. Social skills yep. aren't as good as what they were. Right? People can't Absolutely. can't walk up to each other in the grocery store and Tim Hortons and say, "Hey, you're cute," and give you a number. They don't they don't do that anymore. No. They got to hide behind that screen, and I think everybody's jaded because you've got you know weirdos on both sides that that are saying and doing things that freak other the good ones out, and then they've had that happen so many times. That when the good one comes along, they're like, they don't know oh, how to recognize yeah, it. Yeah, and it's just it's just yeah. so much going yeah. on on both sides that the online stuff has just just done a lot of damage to it. Yeah, it, it, this is why I do the clarity exercises, getting women to like really focus on what it is that they want, so that they recognize you mm-hmm. when you are in front of them. And I speak of you men here because I do feel each and every one of you are a diamond in the rough. Thank you. Yeah. Do you feel that there are people? And, and, and you kind of use the word bored. Do you feel that there are people that are using dating as entertainment to get free meals, to get outings? Absolutely. <laughs> there definitely are some of those. Uh, Big nods going on here, by the way. <laughs> and as, as I said, keep in mind, I like I was like shotgun dating like crazy when Tinder first became a thing. Cause I, and I went on a lot, but I, I learned very quickly, like, okay, this is the way things need to be done. Because, you know, you realize a first date with somebody that you've never even met before is not anything extravagant. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't. There should be no financial commitment to it or anything. To be honest, I took so many for after I learned this, I took so many first dates to like the exact same place. There's there's a little hole in the wall, authentic Mexican taco place that I went to in Toronto. It was cheap. All of you, because Mark (laughs) said yep and Shane is laughing. So all of you took your dates to the same place when you had first dates over and over yeah. Yes. Times, yeah. I did too. I mean, it's and again, it's it's like I I would go to a place that the food was great, um, the the cost was was not a concern. Should the other person not want to you know offer to split the bill with me, I'm still like old school in that sense. So a twenty five thirty dollar commitment is not going to kill me. But I did come up with the rule where it's like if I'm not really feeling this person that I just had a bite to eat with, and they don't like offer to split the bill with me that's when i'll be like so we split in this because you know what this is 2019 women are all about you know equal rights and splitting everything and i think this is something that should just be it's just it's it's mannerisms you know yeah. it's and i feel like that's something that should happen um but um not only was the place g- good it kind of sh- it showed that i had some taste it was a really good and authentic spot there. i was comfortable yeah. but it also didn't require any type of time commitment yeah. you go in there you order your food it's on the table within about 10 15 minutes and if i'm not feeling this date you scarf it down and you're like hey so um i got plans to whatever not be here with you gotta go like uh, nice meeting you see you later that sort of thing so same thing with you guys you chose quickie places uh mine wasn't a quickie place it was a place where i was really comfortable it had good food, and it had a variety. It was a whole bunch. So no matter what, who you were going with, whether they were vegan or whether they had gluten allergies, like it was, there was something for everybody on that menu. Gentlemen, well, I, yeah, I, I think like. a lot of it speaks. <laughs> if you're taking them to that same place, it speaks a lot about that person too. It tells them a little bit about what they're all about. Yeah. You know, it's not just because it's quick and easy, but it's also okay. This is a place that I I frequent. I like it. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. And it can take it a little bit further. Yeah, so it, you know? it, it becomes a conversation piece in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it can be. Okay. So uh, here's a good question. Um, a woman is on a date. And there's, there's the, the man is either going to insist on paying mm-hmm. or he's going to say, so shall we split the bill? Um, 
is it fair to say that as men, you three men sitting here, that if you insist on paying the bill, it means you're interested in her? No. No. no not to me. Okay. Um, I think I'm, like he says, old school. That's mm -hmm. just being a gentleman. It's, it's, you know, it's being polite. It's the nicest thing is when they offer to pay or, or go halves, but, yeah. you know, I appreciate it. I really do, but. So let me ask you this. Um, you're on a date, Mark. It's a bad date. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you knew from the moment you saw each other, it was like, it fell flat. But you made plans, you showed up, you're committed to it, you're going to see this date through. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the date, she goes, let me pay, let me pay my part, let me pay half, let me pay my bill. What do you say? I'm usually keep the status quo right, mm -hmm. right through. Whether it's good or bad, it's, you know, that's for me. That's the way I go. So, what about you, Shane? Yeah, I show up that I'm paying for dinner and that's mm -hmm. usually how it goes. Um, well then we can't say that you insisting on paying is an indication of your interest. So what would be? I guess at the end of the date, a hug, and I, I guess at that point you ask, you know, would you like to go out again, right? That's how I show interest is by they ask them if they want to go out again. Making sure that you're setting up another date before that date is over. Yeah, not like, yeah, just setting up that we are going to go out again, and, and yeah, that's, that's how I do it. What about you, Mark? I think a lot of it is the way people communicate nowadays. It's not It's not just, you know, I mean, with texting and everything, you can actually take it beyond the date and then have the conversations a little bit further and go from there. And then, you know, usually by that point, it gives you a little bit of breathing room to, to say, okay, am I interested in this person? Yes. No. And then and take it from there. Okay. Justin? Um, under those circumstances, again, I mean, it's, there was the one side that I mentioned already where if I wasn't feeling it, if the other person didn't you know, offer, mm -hmm. then I might, you know, because they didn't offer and it is 2019, I'd be like, hey, we're splitting this bill. Or for me, if, if I was feeling it and I would pick up the bill and even if they offered, then it would make me feel even better about it and, and that, that they offered. And I'd say, no, absolutely, I insist, I'll pay. And then in terms of moving forward, um, I would the follow up is where where that before I even put any stock into it even half a point you know it's like that's where the follow up comes in hey I'll talk to you later mm -hmm. and you know hey you know maybe an hour later or whatever the time was send off a message myself and say hey you know it was really nice meeting you I look forward to chatting with you some more see if there's a response really quickly see if and and again I had my own like little pattern that I came up with leading up to these dates like I I started out with obviously doing the texting back and forth on the app. But then if there was enough interest right away, I'd very quickly be like, let's hop onto the phone because it's there's not as much lag. Um, but even quicker for me, a lot of the time was, let's talk on the phone. No. Because you can learn so much about somebody in five minutes talking just to them on the phone. You can, you know, th there's just so much that I, for me personally, anyway, I can pick up. And so for me, you know, if you see those, now, you know, even if you just started talking on Thursday and you went on a date on Friday, you probably had at least, you know, I would say an hour or two accumulated communication between your texting and maybe a phone call or two. And then now you've gone on the date and then, you you know, even though there might be pleasantries swapped and you're both like, yeah, you know, we'd like to talk some more. You see if any of that changes after the date, mm -hmm. throw the, throw the text out there, go for a phone call later, see if any tones are different or if there's any reluctance to, you know, any receptive, if they're receptive to your communication still. 
Yeah, if they are, then you know you keep rolling with it and see what happens, and maybe there's a second date, and maybe further. But okay, um, one last question. I'm mm-hmm. gonna have each of you answer. I'm gonna start with Shane. What can women do to make dating easier for men? Ooh. Ooh. That's, <laughs> I, I, Ooh. <laughs> that's a good question. This, this was the one surprise question. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't know. I'm glad he's gone first. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm like, crap, yeah. I gotta go first. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Justin? That's a, that's a tough one. Do you have an answer for that? What can women do to make dating easier for men? The first thing that comes across, and again, this is coming from my experience, is just be genuine. Just be genuine. And, you know, I know everybody's, we've all got baggage. We've all been through things. We all have things that, you know, emotionally scar us. Or, you know, and you also have heard horror stories from everybody. We all, we're all on the internet. We see the things and hear all of the bad things. But you know what? Don't, don't label any, anybody in front of you with any of these things. Someone that you've just met. Just roll with it. You know, you're meeting in a public place. You know, I, I've, you're not, you're not somewhere where there's anything sketchy happening. I don't want to know your address or your blood type or your bank card number. You know, like just, just go with it. Be more natural. Really, just, just allow yourself to be in that moment for like the half hour or whatever it is that you're sitting with that other person, and don't make assumptions. And I, I know it's really easy to say, but that's that's my answer to your question. That's what mm-hmm. I've got. So. I completely agree with you because if there's one thing I know about men is you are very multi-layered mm-hmm. and and again the no kissing for three months rule means we get to find out how funny you are we get to find out how caring you are we get to find out how intelligent you are we get to peel back all those layers and fall for the core that's inside of you which is so fun Mark do you have an answer I'd say communication yeah communicate Just better communicate reciprocate right. um, just so you know because not not all guys are very adept at actually catching the signs yeah so it's just if the if the interest is there make it known you know How and it doesn't you? have to be outright you know I like you there, there are subtle ways what would be like um, a subtle way that would get through to you um, I think you pointed on a lot of them in your book, you know, just a subtle touch or something, or just something to say, hey, you know, there is interest here. Mm -hmm. Um, Because otherwise, I mean, there's guys that are walking around that just, you know, they have no clue. I say to women, it doesn't matter what you say. If you're not touching him, Mm -hmm. he doesn't know how much you like him. Mm -hmm. What about you, Shane? Uh, Now that I've had time to think, I think just be ready to date. Like the ones that I date, a lot of them were, you could tell they weren't ready, right? They, They would talk about their ex or... You know what they had going on they just they weren't ready a lot of them okay. they hadn't dealt with it so take more time to do some more healing before getting back into the dating scene yeah I have a confession I cried on a date <laughs> God, <laughs> so funny Justin nice look do tell <laughs> do tell so uh, it was the first time Dennis and I had broken up and I was dating someone else and on our first date he asked about my last relationship and it I mean we had just broken up and so yeah I cried on my dates <laughs> poor guy but he stuck in there and then I had to say you know what I'm sorry but I'm going back to my ex that obviously like clearly indicated I don't belong here at this point mm-hmm. in time because it was too fresh and well you know I think 
he was intrigued mm -hmm. and he was willing to see where it would go. Yeah. And he was in for the three months, no kissing. Um, but my super smart husband <laughs> <laughs> did not let me get away. Did not mm. let me get away. Uh, I want to thank you guys. I really do. I know you all put in a big effort to come here today. And I super, super appreciate it. Um, I hope everybody who's watching learned as much. Yes. So just to give you some comments. Um, so Jennifer has been watching with us. And Nicole actually came on and said, I've come on late. What did I miss? And Jennifer said, lots. <laughs> and... Um, Jenna said great insights from these gentlemen and I completely agree. So thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, I no, thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, yeah. Thank you, our viewers. And we will see you on the flip side. <laughs>